<laughs> For the viewers, you know exactly why I'm getting a round of applause right now. If you've been following, you probably know. They're still going, so who am I to stop? <laughs> I've got a haircut. That's what it is. So welcome to episode seven of the Fuel for Football podcast. I am your host, Sanchez Bailey. And I'm actually quite excited for this episode because it's something that I feel like every player can apply any period of the season. And so even if you're in off-season right now, even if you're starting, it's like a mini pre-season, this is something that you can apply. And that's reviewing your performance. And there's so much that I can really offer today. And then I've got to condense it into a 25-minute um, episode. And then I've got to condense it into free chats today. So today I'm going to be speaking to Marcus Harness of Portsmouth. So he's a winger for Portsmouth and get his thoughts on the whole concept of reviewing your performance. But then also I'm going to speak to the Feel for Football Analysis Department. And so they have an analysis team which is dedicated to working with individuals. And so um, it's going to be good to get different perspectives on the whole concept of reviewing your performance. The aim of this podcast from my perspective is for you to change the way that you see reviewing your performance. And, and that will make sense in a moment. But then also for you to have active practical steps that you're able to, to implement on a weekly basis. You know, and so um, why do I say that I want to change the way that you see reviewing your performance? The first thing I want to get out there is that as, as humans be us as human beings, sorry, we're very critical of ourselves. And that's just because we strive for perfection. And I don't know why we do this, but as humans, we always strive for perfection. So anything that threatens perfection, we highlight it and maximize it. And so as a result, when we're even looking at ourselves and we're reviewing our performance, we are overly critical. Another reason why we're overly critical is because what we don't want to do as human beings, especially in England, we don't want to appear too confident or too cocky. So what we do, we make sure that we broadcast areas that we are not happy with to show that we, we are not overconfident and we're not cocky. So I think that that's one of the reasons as well. But we want to change that and smash that. And so reviewing, reviewing your performance is going to be something that I'm going to introduce that is very praiseworthy as well as very constructive. So not critical at all. And why do I say that? Because if we think about the whole concept of um, playing football or even doing anything, we are made to fault because we're human beings. We're not robots. And so because of that, we need to just accept that there's going to be things that are not going to go the way that we need it to go. As a result, what we do is highlight the things that went really well and highlight the things that you want to do less frequently. So before we even get to reviewing your performance, it's very important for you to identify what happened to you during the week. So I'm going to use an example now and then hopefully it'll make more sense. So I think back to, uh, it might have been two, three seasons ago now, where we saw one of the most glorious overhead kicks in football. And that was Cristiano Ronaldo against Juventus to the point where the Juventus fans started applauding Ronaldo. And that was beautiful to see. And a pictures were merged during the week that he was actually training and he actually practiced those overhead kicks that he actually displayed in the game. I think back to a video that Aubameyang actually put out there. So if you follow me on social media, you actually see, um, I'll, I'll pull it out there and repost it. Aubameyang actually scored a, a glorious header and he actually said that was a product of what he was doing in training. You know, And so what I'm trying to say is that it's important for you to be mindful of what happened during your week that could easily have contributed to your um, performance and your output on a match day. 
And so there might be some things that might have been going on the pitch. You might have been practicing and creating habits. There might have been a lack of habits that you might have been creating. But it also could have been some events off the field as well that may have contributed to your mood subconsciously, um, which may have affected you on the pitch. And so the first thing that we need to do is make sure that when we're reviewing our game, that we're giving ourselves equal and equivocal feedback right so i've got a pack out there so if um, anybody would like to see the pack I, I can send it over to them where you're giving yourself feedback but if you give yourself two elements that you've done well and successfully performed that you was quite proud of then you're only giving yourself two elements of your game that you need to develop and work on and you want to do less frequently you want to make sure that you're giving yourself equal feedback um, positive and more constructive why because it shows that you're you're giving yourself the same amount of praise as well as development tasks okay so in in a way you're you're making sure that you're becoming less critical of yourself and and not too praiseworthy so it's retraining your mind to become a lot more constructive with the information that you're giving yourself in my performance evaluation pack i i've actually broken down feedback so you're going through the, the successful things that you've done well and the things that you want to do less frequently I've also got the physical aspect and then the psychological. So there's mental things that go on during a game. And a lot of times some athletes, they may um, struggle with handling mistakes. Maybe it might be that your, your head went down when there might have been a circumstance in a match that didn't go in your favor. So it's, it's, it's those elements there, or even you might have kept yourself consistent. You was very motivated. Like there's aspects there that you can definitely comment on that you've done well um, psychologically as well as things that you wanna do less frequently. So it's good for you to divide your performance in a physical and a psychological form of a review. A lot of the time, some people don't like watching their performances. There are industries out there that do review your performance for you, like the analysis team. Um, but also at the same time, you can also just do a self-reflection. You know yourself best, but it's important for you to take ownership in terms of your own feedback. Why? Because no one else in this world can give you 100% attention other than yourself. So the analysis team in your, in your, at your football club, they cannot give you, or they do not often, give every single individual 100% analysis on their game because it'll take too much time. So the only way that you can review yourself is, um, or review yourself to great detail or get feedback in great detail is reviewing yourself, reviewing what you did on the pitch. So you can either do that by watching footage back or you can really reflect and take time and really think about your game and just cast your mind back to those moments where you felt like you'd done successful elements and done the things that you did less frequently. The reason why I would encourage you guys to slowly become a little bit more, um, I don't want to say administrative because I don't want it to seem like it's an essay and you're doing extra, like too much extra work. But the reason why it's good for you to write this down is because in your mind you can easily forget some things that actually went on during the game. But then also, because of the way that we're programmed, if you're a bit more praiseworthy of yourself or if you're a bit more critical, you may think a lot more on those particular instances in a game. So it's important for you to write down, so you're at least giving yourself clear space for you to write down the things that you've done well and then write down the things that you didn't do so well. And I hope that makes sense because that's golden information there. And I've got a scoring system, which I don't know if I have enough time to go over in great detail, but it's one to five. Now, typically, if, if it's one to five or even if it's one to ten, typically with a scoring system, we always give ourselves a safe score, right? It's usually a seven or eight out of ten, typically. And so I want to kind of like smash that and kind of define some of the scoring systems that we give ourselves so that we can be a little bit more meaningful in terms of the information that we're giving. 
So I've written it down here and I've got a whole pack. So if you, once again, if you feel like you would like something that's a bit more visual and a bit more set in stone and a template for you, I'm more than happy to provide you with one, just contact me. I'm also gonna do a separate breakdown of how we score ourselves in the game. I'm gonna do that on social media, so look out for that. I think it's quite a decent breakdown. And lastly, we're looking at action plans. So once you've identified the things that you've done well and very successfully, and then you've identified the things you wanna do less consistently, now you've got five days to go and implement that in training. So having training within the week allows you to start practicing the things that you want to start implementing a lot more in your game. And then the very thing that you want to do less consistently, you can start working on the task that will allow you to at least not do that very thing um, less consistently. That makes sense, wait, less consistently? Yeah, I think that's the right way of saying it. So yeah, so you want to be able to at least make sure that you set action plans. So the things that you want to work on and the things that you want to work on less frequently. So you want to identify those things and really create those habits within the week of training. Okay, so we're going to move on now and speak to our guests. And I look forward to hearing what both of them have to offer. So I'm here now with Maurice from the Fuel for Football department team, um, the analysis department team, should I say. How are you doing, my man? Thank you for your time. I'm doing well. What about you? I'm good. I'm good. The weather's improving here, so it's it's always good to to have that going on. And so um, I just wanted to take your time and kind of get into um, get some information from you in terms of what the analysis um, department does, what they're responsible for, and what they look for. Because I think it'd be good for players to know that there is someone out there that does in-depth analysis for them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, looking forward to explain it as well. So yeah, each member um, of our analysis team watch uh, our players full 90 minutes uh, match, making notes and uh, coding for specific situations. And well, after it finishes, uh, we have a conversation about the key points uh, from the performance and make our conclusion for uh, what the player needs to address in training and future matches. And during the coding, writing, and uh, annotating process, we use several platforms, which are highly professional and the same as the top major uh, professional clubs and scouts too. And we also have our systems, but um, we, they are a bit more private, but the factor, that factor into the analysis. So particularly, um, with the pre-match analysis, because we know our players inside out, including uh, their every strength and weaknesses, we ensure that these analyses uh, allow them to exploit uh, their advantages over the opposition and also prevent situations where they would be at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to the post-match, we analyze off to intent, so we know exactly what our players were trying to do and uh, uh, con can consider how successful uh, they were. So this is something that is often forgotten in, uh, in anal analysis, but really important. I like the fact that you said that you, you know your players inside out. So I guess when you're doing an analysis, it's good for you to kind of know and take time to like build a, a, a like information on the player so you know who he's like what he's like what even she's like and what their intentions are typically like on the pitch how long does that process take for you uh the process uh do you mean uh, what do you mean exactly um so how long does it take you to analyze someone's game and give them feedback okay um uh to analyze someone's uh, uh game 
uh, I think, yeah, a couple of hours. So as uh, the analysis team, as I mentioned before, uh, we come together and then make conclusions uh, afterwards. So that takes a, a bit of time. And then we have got the other systems involved, which uh, takes us uh, a bit of time as well. Yeah. So you're telling me within a few days, maybe one or two days, it's all done. Yeah, That's quite impressive. Uh, this, the same for pre-match opposition analysis and post-match oh, wow. analysis. Okay, so you do yeah. a, a pre-match analysis on the opposition as well, um, as well as the player as well. So you give them insight into maybe some of the weaknesses of the team, which is pretty impressive. Many of our players uh, tell us that they have never received so much, uh, as much attention in detail uh, uh, as they do with, uh, with us. So we know that our yeah we know that our our players are really smart, uh, intelligent footballers, and yeah we are also really specific. Uh, like I said before, um, the analysis and feedback is uh, completely individualized, like you said. And so even when we make the same point to two uh, different players, there will be differences in the way we explain based on what the player uh, already knows and does well. Uh, or, and what they don't. And lastly, and most importantly, um, our anal analysis is always um, actionable. So there are no points which are made without clarity uh, for how to actually improve or become more consistent in the action. Uh, our players can always go away with the knowledge of what they will do next. Uh, they always can drop us a message at both accounts if they're interested and uh, that's it. Uh, we've got two Instagrams, the at Feel for Football and the Analysis one, at Feel for Football Analysis. I appreciate your time and the information that you have got. Again, I do echo, you have your own um, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram page, the Feel for Football Analysis department, so you are accessible. But listen, take care, my man, all the best. Yeah, Lovely, care. cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so this is the post-production recording. So I spoke to Marcus and it was a good conversation and there was a lot of gems that we got there without me actually formally recording. Good thing is that I recorded it on the Zoom. So I'm gonna put the chat there, but there's no formal introduction. So we're just gonna get straight into it. Um, but so let me formally introduce Marcus now. So he's playing in his first full season at Portsmouth. He's a winger, you know, um, he's got himself and his team into the EFL Trophy Final at Wembley. Hopefully that will happen soon. He actually started his career um, in, at Burton Albion, so from the youth academy ranks and developed himself to the point where he got himself attention and, and signed by Portsmouth. Went on loan to Port Vale during that time as well. So let's chat to him and hopefully you get a little bit more into his mind and how he how he perceives um, the whole concept of reviewing performance. That's what I'm, yeah. Yeah, you definitely have. Like, I'm reading a book now called With Winning in Mind. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I'm going to write it's, down. It, it's, like, it's a good one. Like, there's a, I, 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 like, I, I like reading, but then, you know, like, sometimes I just, I'll be recommended a book and it's kind of a graph to get through, but this one is good. And it's, like, sports-based as well. Right, right. And, like, he talks about, like, your self-image um and stuff like how you'll only perform as well as your self-image lets you so even if you've got the ability if you feel like if you don't think you're the type of person who does this yeah like, like if you feel like you're the type of person who messes up when you need to 
Like you're you're through on goal in the last minute. If you think you're the type of person that's gonna mess up, or you think like you will, mm. but if your self image is I'm the type of person who I just score there, I just do this. Yeah, like your ability will be will go to where it can be. You know, Absolutely. you shouldn't uh, reinforce the negatives. Right, right, right. And, uh, I'm I'm guilty of it a lot. I beat myself up too much, and I have done for a long time. And like. I'm not perfect, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to implement these things, trying to learn these things, but even like the last few weeks, just after reading this book, it's like, just not reinforcing the negatives. Like, if you do a bad thing and go, oh, like, that's reinforcing it, and it's going to make it more that you do it again. Like, you need to do the, reinforce the positives. And like, when you said about uh, this podcast going to be about analysing yourself, like, I don't know if I analyse my game too, I don't know if, I don't know if I've got loads to say about that because like I've, I've tried to get myself to like watch my games and stuff like that and I, when I do really well I can watch but yeah. I, I really struggle to watch myself do bad but I know that's what I need to watch mm-hmm. but I do struggle to do that like but then since I've read this book he says not to <laughs> or not to as much anyway he says to just reinforce the positives to to big up your self-image you know absolutely and I appreciate honesty and, and that doesn't in any way put me off in terms of thinking, oh no, like I don't even want you to even say things that you haven't done. Like we can talk about it naturally in a sense where, yeah. you know, let's just say you, you can watch yourself when you play well all day long, great. We can also have a conversation of how much it's important for you to not see it as bad things. You know, just things because, that you need to work on. Exactly. It's not necessarily bad, is it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like because one of the things we also need to realise, which I don't know if I've done a podcast topic on it already, is handling mistakes. And a lot of the times, as you just said, that yeah. you, uh, you kind of beat yourself up a bit again. That's human nature because we're just almost designed to be focusing on the negatives because we always strive for yeah. perfection, which I don't know why. So, uh, yeah. like, in terms of us working and looking at our performances, it's more about identifying the areas you did well and the areas that you want to improve on. Yeah. And once that mentality kind of shifts, it's not looking at the negatives because we already know, like, our success rate in football is never 100%. There's always going to be bits that you don't actually, you know, successfully achieve. How would you kind of, like, describe your your season so far, like, pre-pandemic? It's been up and down, to be fair. I've been a bit disappointed at times not to play as much as I'd I'd like to but uh it's been all right like we struggled and then we've we've we ended up doing quite well and obviously we've ended up in the playoffs now so we've got a we've got a good chance to go up and yeah. I've uh, I've got a decent amount of goals of assists and assists so I've, I've been pretty happy obviously would like to play more but whenever I have done I don't think I've done done terribly bad and I've, I've contributed so that's that's what I'm there to do really isn't it so interestingly like you say that you've when you've played you've done well enough and I've seen some of like the inter- like, obviously I take my time to know who I'm speaking to as well but you know I've seen from interviews you are quite analytical when you speak I don't know if you notice it about yourself when you play so when you kind of said that you've done well in your matches what gives you that feeling? What kind of things do you identify? Do you base success from the actual goals or assists? Or let's just say that doesn't happen in any game. How do you know you've played well? 
Personally, obviously, it's, yeah, um, I'd, I'd go off like just getting, because of the type of player I am, like, I don't know, like creating chances really. Like sometimes there'll be times where you create, like you create loads and you might not score or you might not get an assist or the team might lose or whatever. Like it might just be a day, but then like that might be a good day. But then you can have days where you might not play too well and then you score the winner. So it's like, it's, it's hard to just, like, it's hard to, it, 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 it varies. But usually I feel like if I know if I've, if I've done well, like, if I've done well, because I'm so critical of myself as well, if I feel like I've done all right, I'm usually quite uh, at peace with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. And it's quite interesting, like, just using your example as a pro footballer and converting it to the strategy of you being able to review yourself as, as effective as you can. Like, I'm not trying to get people to, to really become like essay students. Like, that's not what I'm trying to get you to do, but it's good to take mental, a conscious effort for you to develop yourself. Like, just think about you being in the gym, you developing on your speed and your agility and stuff. That's like physical gym work. And what we're doing here is essentially like, mindset work yeah exactly so um i'm saying that to say that um it's identifying specific points in your game which were plausible so to speak and then identifying parts of your game that weren't so plausible and the fact that you just said that you might have a bit of a mirror but scored a winner you're identifying specific things that were very good and plausible and then maybe you didn't get a shot off or you got no shots off in the game you didn't really get many crosses in or whatever you're identifying what you want to become more frequent in your game, you know? So yeah. that's where I feel like, I don't think people get it wrong, but I feel like this is where you can really get specific in terms of giving yourself feedback, which is very critical, but also constructive. How much, like, how much do you think the week that you can have can contribute to your um, competitive, let's just say match day on a weekend, for instance? Uh, I think it's it's obviously important, um, and yeah, that's why they try and get us into routines and stuff. Um, I feel like just having the same routine, or if you've if you've you see things that you need to be doing better, or if you're not in the team and you're seeing the person in front of you is getting ten crosses in every game, and you feel like I need to do that, then then doing that in training is definitely definitely a big thing and like you see like players like Robin and stuff who they've done the same thing for their whole career you know what they're going to do but you can't stop them like if you're doing these things um over and over again when you get into a game it's just second nature and you're just gonna gonna have the mental and technical advantage yeah uh, so appreciate your time and everything you've said and you being open and honest I think I've definitely gone over the time I promised in terms of speaking to you so um, I want to make sure you enjoy the rest of the day weather seems to be okay um, but listen um, all the best and it'll be good to see how you get on and we'll stay in touch for sure yeah alright take care my man thank you nice one alright so it's great speaking to Marcus and Maurice about reviewing performance and I just really want to reinforce some key take home messages and that's literally how you start reviewing yourself so usually typically we give ourselves strengths and weaknesses it's not weaknesses that needs to be eradicated from our thinking 
It needs to be identified as things that you want to develop or things that you want to do less frequently, which then leads to you creating yourself action plans that you apply in the week. And by doing that, you're at least giving yourself things that you're constantly working on and you're always developing. And that's something that I really hope that some players or hopefully everybody listening can apply and take and, and almost change the way that you critique yourself so it's more empowering rather than you becoming more damning to yourself. And football's back now, which is exciting, so I hope everyone can start applying that. It's, it's going to be Monday, so people listening will start applying on Monday. Maybe if you watch on Wednesday, you've got a match day coming up, so you can start applying this and really get in a great habit so that when you do get into the, the, um, the thick of things in terms of competition, you can, get, you can be sharp and very um, experienced in handling this, this process. All right, so um, take care. On to the next episode, and I look forward to, to touching base with you guys. Bye-bye.